What's going on, Schmodown fans? Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Schmodown. I'm former Star Wars champion, Angie Melanta. And I'm Star Wars competitor, Mickey D. Melanta. <sighs> hey, everybody, what's up? We got COVID. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. We did not escape the con crud that was COVID. Yeah, I would have almost uh, been more surprised if we got home unscathed. Unscathed, yeah. There's very few people that I that I know of that got out of, uh, got out of celebration without catching it there's lucky yeah there's a handful of people that they tested positive that i talked to and they're like yeah i'm like oh well but then there's another handful that was like wow it's amazing you didn't get it yeah so but it also tracks yeah i mean i mean you they, did, to... they did as much as they could to keep it from getting around but like how are you gonna stop people yeah. from yeah because like it, for those of you who went you probably had gone you had to go through the clear app and have your wristband but like there's rules like oh keep your mask on while you're in the convention center six, six feet, feet apart. apart no hugging I'm like okay literally we okay. got there we got there the day before celebration started yeah and we walked to the convention center just to see you know the way mm -hmm. and like i think literally five minutes into just walking up to see where the convention center was we saw people hugging we're like okay yeah all right, got it. <laughs> we hugged people in the convention center when we first got there. We like met, we met up uh, old friends, bumped into new friends. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Didn't follow that rule. So. It tracks. I like, <laughs> like I was hoping I was like maybe we can do a lot of these or a lot of these, yeah. but like I also feel bad and I'm like I don't I don't want to seem rude. <laughs> and we were but, genuinely excited to see. But people. there, no, there was tons of people that I'm like I'm hugging you. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, unless you're like actually really uncomfortable with it. Yeah, there were but a couple. You're down. I'm yeah. hugging the shit. Out of you. There were a couple of people that we. uh <laughs> so fine. There were a couple of people like uh like Ken and, and then Joseph when we. When oh we yeah, they, them, they totally did the album. Like Which that's. I, respect. I totally respect that because they probably didn't catch it. They probably didn't. <laughs> and uh yeah, I know it wasn't a gesture of like, we're not gonna hug these Simulantas. F them. Like no, they were doing it, it to just, everybody. <laughs> it was like, nah, I just gotta stay safe. And yeah, we should have followed their lead I, yeah we should have but i but, also got some nice hugs yeah, yeah at the but same you know who time gives nice hugs sean sullivan oh yeah <laughs> man gives great hugs <laughs> i wish he was listening to this i hugged people that i met for the first time <clears throat> in celebration that's how like excited i was to see yeah people. i got some good ones <laughs> now that we're on like the upswing of it i'm like yeah yeah it's okay but maybe a couple no, days no ago i was like oh, should we have gone but yeah. oh well better not be making slurpy noises into the microphone the whole time sorry better not be hell it's no my sleepy time tea with, with passion, a passion puree. puree oh it's so oh, good it's so good it's the breakfast try not chips. to clear our throats into the mic i'll try to if i have that's i have like two drinks here to yeah to wait my whistle keep it at bay yeah but yeah i mean we're doing okay we're mm -hmm. on the uh, i this today i can honestly say is today is day five for me mm -hmm. i'm a day behind you and I would almost wager that today, I, th I feel comfortable saying that today is the first day I haven't had any symptoms. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a good sign. All I'm chasing now is the elusive negative home test. Yeah, I think and that's I'm hoping I can get it. Uh, I got hit hard, though. I got hit with like a migraine. Baby. I am a baby. Shut up. <laughs> I got hit with vertigo again, like because I got a migraine. Every time I get a migraine, I get vertigo. So that was fun. Um, spent a whole 20. Would you say like it was like 30 hours, 30 hours in, bed. in bed one day? So. Yeah. Crawling to the bathroom because I don't want to fall over and bump my head. Men. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> my baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but 
We're doing okay. We're all fine here so now. We're Thank all you. fine now here. You know, keep for, for, cross your fingers, just, cross your toes. I'm really hoping that by like midweek this week, I can get a, yeah, a negative. negative test in you two, maybe yeah. the same day or maybe a day or two later. Yeah, I haven't tested myself as of yet because I'm, I'm still no on like point. day four. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm just ready to be a human again. <laughs> That's all I want. I have to quarantine in my own house wear a mask wear a mask in my own house yeah we gotta hug my kid yeah because i don't want her to catch my germs that's the worst part yeah that's the hardest part last night when i was put her to bed she was like mommy i wonder what a bit of snuggles no mommy's got germs yeah she's been really good about it though she's been really very she's been really good about it she's been very good about it so yeah fingers crossed because i want to be able to give her hugs and kisses i want to be able to give the dog lots of hugs and kisses mm-hmm. too yes. and just be a human again and not have to wear a mask in my own home <laughs> i think um half of the air circulating in this house is now made up of lysol yeah also. so we've been doing our best to to like sanitize keep the windows open yeah all that stuff even though it is not co- usually i only open the windows when it's cool it's, outside it is not cool it's humid florida weather but i'm doing it just to get the cross ventilation you know what i'm saying <laughs> so washing the sheets like a mad person yeah. there's no hot water in this house i try to take several hot showers and they all turn end up being cold showers i know i know i'm running the dishwasher on like the highest heat right now <laughs> and it's like ugh. yeah just making sure yeah well but thank you everybody for who responded to like our tweets and my our instagram stories of the you know the well wishes so we're getting better we're on the tail end of it hopefully we'll be back in, we'll business, be back in business soon and you know it'll be fine yeah we'll be okay we'll be okay we'll make it but a big uh, Friday, Friday night tends to go over and a Star Wars match <gasps> to go over, which yes. we will go over after Friday night Titans. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so let's, let's get right into Friday night Titans. Let me scroll a little bit then. Okay. So we got an opening scene. We got Andrew Guy. We got Ben Bateman. No. Guy. He's all, hey, man, why are you doing this? Like, uh, you're supposed to be building people up like we talked about. And um, Bateman's like, since when do I take orders from you? <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? What? You okay? Yeah. I'm Something right. wrong? No. With me? No, you're okay. fine. Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Thought you were giving me a look or something. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Ben was like, I've had this plan in place all along. Like, even when we had that talk, he had this plan in place all along. Jesus. Dan walks in and he's all telling Guy... You know, maybe it's a good thing that you, uh, you're you behind the desk and why you, yeah. you should stay behind that desk because you don't want to know what's going to happen if you come out from behind it, you know? Yeah. And uh, Dan plays this role very well. Oh, yeah. He, he's, you know, yeah. Because he, he, like he had an edge last season to him. Yeah. But now he's full on heel. And like I said before, I really like this brand of, of heel work. It's it's working for him. And it's working for the, I think, I think it's, work, it's working for the character that they're trying to push. Yeah, with with Dan Merle and I, I, <laughs> I'm digging that flavor. Yeah, and maybe a couple of years ago, it would have been like Dan Merle, yeah. a heel. I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. he's playing it so well, mm-hmm. and it seems like it's come. It's like a really easy character for him to play. Yeah. So I like to see him have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, I always like joke. It's like maybe it's like the part of Dan that's always wanted to say something. Everything he's always wanted to say, he finally gets to say. Yeah, because he's like always been the hero. <laughs> yeah, and it might be kind of fun to to let loose. Yeah. Let not him, be that guy let him know let him know what we, how you really feel dan exactly and then after that we got a cut scene not i mean it was just kind of like a oh hold on 
it was just kind of like a leading up, you know, to mm. stuff kind of thing. And it was JTE Paul Preston. And JTE's like, why are we not on Titans like every week, bro? Mm-hmm. Like, who are look at look at us? Like, you know, <laughs> people know who we are. And uh Paul's all saying, Yeah, well, we're here for the belts and whatever. And Adam walks in, Adam Witt, and he says that he talked to Kaiser and that they got a match. They got a match against Janine the Machine and Eric the database chan so that's the overcard right so we'll we'll revisit that in un momento first we got to talk about the undercard which i thought was interesting there was i don't unless i missed it Mm -hmm. i don't think there was any kind of like lead-in yeah i don't um, think there was which you know it's whatever it's fine it is what it is we have two brand new teams here we have a new team called pure energy Mm -hmm. fitting fitting Mm -hmm. rick hong uh, uh mad howling mad Na- howler mad, or something like that I, I can't remember you remember rick hong he was paired with video drew and he was new, new two seasons ago yes something like that and he was new tom new tom <laughs> <laughs> and uh rick hong is pairing with beth the maniac the maniac beth may beth maniac and they're going up against a team called the next chapter mm-hmm which is made up of Rachel, the Switchblade Silvestrini, and Moose Haas. Moose Haas, you moose! Moosey boy. <laughs> Moosey, fun fact, kind of an, a reluctant nickname of mine in college. You, you, you said it, I didn't. Yep. Yeah. I didn't give it to you. Reluctant. I didn't yeah. give it to myself. One of our friends gave it to me, his nickname, Goat Cheese. Don't he, ask. Uh, he and our friend uh, Mark, they decided to dub me Moosey one day because of my strong legs. <laughs> and they said, it, it became endearing. She's like, got legs like a moose <laughs> just because I got strong. I played basketball and volleyball growing up. Mm-hmm. And I forget what I was doing one day, but they were like, damn, legs like a moose or something like that. <laughs> and so ever since then, I was Moosey. It didn't stick. <laughs> That's what it makes me think of. <laughs> Round one. Uh, Beth and Rick missed a question about Made in Manhattan and Talladega Nights. Beth and Rachel missed a question about the Predator. Rachel just wrote Predator, predator but yep. it was the T-H-E Predator, predator yep. not Paul Preston. Moose got a perfect round one. Mm-hmm. And he got the bonus. So by the end of round one, it's 15 to 20 in favor of the next chapter. Round two, pure energy goes. They spin the wild card. And because they are who they are, they take it. And it was very fittingly mm-hmm. talking animal movies. Oh, ow! I know. They took Adam Collins' bit. <laughs> ow! <laughs> oh, well, next time. Next time, man. So <laughs> they went to Multiple Toys twice, and they got them both right. The next chapter goes, they spin away from Richard Donner, whoever that is. I can only imagine a, a director. director. All right. And they get Nicole. Did you, you know that name? Yes, I know that name. Oh, okay, well. Sounds like a one of Santa's reindeer to me. Donner, <laughs> Blitzen, Donner's one of them. Common you know and Dasher Cupid. and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen, Common and Cupid, Donner, Don, Donner and Blitzen. <laughs> Do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? It's a fun song. Mm. I got in trouble in elementary school for that song. Why? I'll tell you later. (laughs) (laughs) They spun away from Richard Donner and they got Nicole Kidman. Multiple choice twice. Missed one, got stolen, Mm. got the other one. At the end of round two, 24 to 27 in favor of the next chapter, still. Mm. Round three, 2.04, pure energy. Rick takes it. 
Wrestlers in film. Which WWE legend is hunting down the titular Bumblebee in the 2018 film? All the same name. John Cena. <gasps> he got it right. And you learned this weekend that his catchphrase is... Catchphrase? You can't see me or something yeah, like that? Or no, he me. goes this way? He goes this way. Didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I stopped watching wrestling pre-John Cena. Yeah. I just know him from, from pop culture. Mm-hmm. Movies and stuff, I yeah. guess. Even though I don't think and I've vines. ever seen a movie with him in it, huh? Vines. vines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have I ever seen a, a movie with John Cena in it? Was he in Kickass? Uh, no, no, he wasn't in that. He was in another movie that makes me think of that movie. Have you seen a movie with John Cena in it? We haven't seen Bumblebee. Expendables. Uh, I don't know. Haven't seen those. Even if he was, so I don't know. Isn't Does John new- Cena have enough movies to have his own movie or his own slice? Do you think? Ah, he's getting there. I wonder how wide his filmography he's, is. He has a lot of those. Like, he has a similar to career. He's like at the beginning, like The Rock, beginning to mid career, like The Rock had, mm. where he was in like he, he, you know, he was in Scorpion King, but then he was also in like Tooth Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like that. He's kind of like, but like he, I think he's starting to reach his. The point where he's really starting to hit his stride because he's in Pew's. He he had his own HBO series, Peacemaker. So that's the something bothers me about that. About Peacemaker? Yeah. Why? What? Isn't it the one where he like looks like he's in like a Halloween costume? Yeah. I don't like that for some reason. I don't <laughs> even know what the his costume is. is is very like on the nose. Like I think it's almost comic book accurate. I think it's like, ooh, that's you, not me. I'm very. I think I know exactly what that is. <laughs> uh, Jilly Marie from a certain point of view just uh, sent me a little DM. I think I know exactly what it's about. <laughs> just looking at the preview, I think I know what it's about. Oh boy. Um, but yeah, I think he start. He's really starting to hit that point where, like, you know, The Rock. Now it seems like The Rock was is in everything. I think John Cena is starting to hit that point where he's being put into everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised you haven't seen anything with him in it. I don't think I have. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Ask me and the answer will probably be no. Hmm. Three-pointer for pure energy. Beth takes it. Musicians in film this time. Phil Collins cameos as a... Oh, yeah, this one. Police inspector in what 1990 Spielberg film in which he jokes that all the missing children could all just be a prank. We're going to sidestep that answer that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because, yeah, it's a little... <laughs> it was dark humor. Very. Yeah. The actual answer is Hook. She did miss it very much so. <laughs> yes. Five-pointer for pure energy. Marvel. Which MCU film features the line, you experience things and then they're over and you still can't explain them? Gods, aliens, other dimensions. I'm just a man in a can. Iron Man 3. three. Clearly the best of the Iron Man films. <laughs> not my favorite. Very much sarcasm. It was yeah. not good. Um, <laughs> they missed it. So with that, 26 to 27 in favor of the next chapter with a T-K-O to their names. Silver Stringy bounces back from last week. Yes, and gets a, a much-needed win, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Fun match. because This was a pretty good match, I too. mean, you know you're going to have a fun time when you mm-hmm. got Beth May out there. Mm-hmm. Rick Hong, we haven't breath seen of fresh air. Yeah, we haven't seen him in a long time. Very long. I don't think we saw him at We didn't see him all him last season. season, yeah. And he's just, he's a lot of fun. Yeah. And um, same with Beth. Mm-hmm. She's got uh, one of those very specific brands of humor. Mm-hmm. Um, think she's, I think she's just been through a lot in her personal life. Mm-hmm. And usually that adds 
you know, a flavor that you just can't replicate yeah. mm-hmm. of just going she's, through yeah, stuff she's a, in life. She's a very unique personality, very yeah. unique person. Yeah. So uh, we, I, I have not had the chance to like sit down and talk. I to talked her. to her once or twice during um, Merck, Merck's meetings last year. So I may or may not have said hi mm-hmm. to her at Spectacular. That's debatable. Not even sure if I got a word in. I think we did. Well, because there was like the the expo, the meetup or whatever. And yeah. She had a table, and I think I was like, "Hey," and then I think that was it. But yeah, <laughs> hey. she seems like a cool person. So maybe one day, yeah. who knows? But yeah, this was an even match because yeah. like it's not like no, nobody. I mean, pulled it was a, TKO. It was a TKO, but, but it wasn't like so, somebody pulled away and went in in one round and like because like um the new chapter had like what a two-point lead or something like that something at the like very that. at the very most it just so happened that, that the last round that last round yeah i think then, it came down to that very last round when they couldn't they couldn't you, pull uh, through in their five so when you miss oh when you miss your three and your five yikes, yeah that's, yeah that's yeah that's that's rough yeah that's pretty rough so but um, yeah overall a fun match i i do hope that we see more from pure energy because they're just yeah, a lot of fun to watch. I know somebody was like, "Oh, I want to see Pure Energy Wildberries." I think that'd be Pure Energy Real Rejects would be a really fun match too. Oh, that would be fun. Mm. Oh, maybe our first three-way teams match, <laughs> Real Rejects. Can you imagine the logistics of that? Chaos. <laughs> or how about just you a, only have two desks? How are you gonna a fatal six-way? A fatal six <laughs> between the six of them, <laughs> and that'd be a lot of fun. But I'm excited to see. I don't know. When you have two personalities like Rick Hong and Beth May, mm-hmm. it would be hard to not want to include them because I think that they're just they're uh, like I said, a breath of fresh air to watch mm-hmm. and they're fun and they inject that levity into the game that we d- so desperately need sometimes. Yeah. Um so I in that re- regard I I genuinely hope we see more of them either together or separately. I don't yeah. know, probably together. Um as far as the next chapter goes, Rachel Silvestrini and Moose Haas, two people very knowledgeable in their own rights mm-hmm. haven't really seen them hit their stride yet yeah i mean so, Haas had a perfect from, from first round so and he, we only saw him in ig last season and he was right he was hot and cold last season with with ig and uh this is the first time we see him in this capacity in like in the team's division exactly. which is basically the same question pool as, as uh singles so he's 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 good so now he's he's a multi-divisional player so why wouldn't you want want to see more of him so exactly and rachel silvestrini always i feel like she personally i feel like she's one of the cornerstones mm-hmm. of at least our Schmodan family yeah because yeah she was like one of the first ones we met exactly mm-hmm. and she's just such a welcoming personality oh, yeah. a, a warm welcoming person also gives awesome hugs oh yeah she's <laughs> nice juicy hugs yeah she's she's a good time mm-hmm. and um so I'm always down to see more Rachel and mm-hmm. I always want to see her. I do want to see her hit her stride more. I think she said that this is her third team now. Yeah. Um. So who knows? Third time maybe being a charm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who knows? But I'd like to see if these two, I mean, usually once you get, I feel like we say this every time, but usually once you get a win, you prime to get more matches. Think, yeah. Exactly. I'd like to think that means you're primed up. Mm-hmm. So I'd be uh, I'd be curious to see if they continue with each other mm-hmm. and um, see how their chemistry unfolds and develops because I don't know how strong Rachel is in inner geekdom. Moose could, you know, balance her out. Yeah, exactly. And Rachel loves those, you know, like Disney and exactly yeah, Kevin animated Smith Disney. animated. Yeah, she might be able to fill some gaps for him, vice versa, him for her. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, it yeah. might be it might be a dynamic pairing that we see here. Yeah, they seem to have pretty good uh, team chemistry going uh, going into this match. So they didn't have any really big hiccups yeah. that I noticed. So I, I think they they can be a, a pretty good team moving forward. Because she's been and, around a while. Yeah, she's she's a veteran of the game, and he so. plays very stoic, like he's already a veteran of the game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'd like to see these two. I'd like to see both teams continue on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might have different paths, <laughs> yeah. but I uh, I love the energy of Pure Energy, and I'm also excited to see what the next chapter holds <laughs> for the next chapter. Oh, ha. yeah. Oh, Frankie oh. had one of those. Nope. Uh, there it is. There we go. Yeah, Frankie Numbers had that kind of a <laughs> joke in his post match <laughs> interview. So good for him. Good for you, Frank. Good for you, Frank. You're not watching this. But yeah, excited to see what happens for these two teams. I think he is. I don't. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Haven't done that in a while, but I don't I don't think he is. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see what happens for both teams. After this match, we had a cutscene. Very fun. I do enjoy all like the lighthearted ones. And- everybody loves, I mean, the very ending cutscene is Ooh, yeah. a woof. Yeah. And when you have those like intense, like plot furthering cutscenes, you know, we love that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love these cutscenes that are just goofy. Yeah. And I think the, the point is to get the vibe of the faction like yeah. out there. They and don't I, really serve much of a plot line purpose. Yeah. I mean, it's just to get more, get more face time with the competitors and, and teammates, especially like teams and stuff, get more face time. So you see more of the team. Right. Outside of competition. Right. So to speak. So, and I like, <laughs> this is probably my favorite cutscene of, yeah. <laughs> one of, if not one of my favorite um, cutscenes in, yeah. in the season. So this was funny. <laughs> it's fun to get a team dynamic, especially with a team like the dungeon, since all of us are out in LA. So all of the dungeon was definitely there for this cutscene. <laughs> <laughs> and there wasn't anybody missing. <laughs> <laughs> We could have filmed something in celebration. Oh, we could have. (laughs) No. Oh, I mean, Eric was there. Yeah. We saw, we did get to see Eric at celebration, but Janine and Kevin and Kaiser weren't there. But, you know, it was really cool to see the cutscene and not at all like FOMO or anything. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was a good one. (laughs) Anyways, Janine, it's, oh, the dungeon got together. All of us got together for this cutscene. It was great. It was really fun. But, yeah, Janine was uh, she got Eric and she brings them in front of Kaiser and Kevin. They're sitting on a couch and she's yeah. like, yo, we're going to try out some new looks for our boy Eric here, the database. And uh, it was just kind of like a little mini fashion show. He came yeah. out in a couple outfits. <laughs> His first outfit was a fencing outfit. Yeah, Kaiser and uh, Kevin are drinking champagne <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> I drink it from the bottle. <laughs> so random, like champagne? Okay. okay. And I can only imagine... When you have a scene like this with yeah. props or like mm. wardrobe, I can only imagine that we're not going to be just buying things arbitrarily for a cutscene. Somebody scene. had to have mowed Somebody them. had to have had a fencing outfit. Who fences? Eric, do you fence? <laughs> like, why? Who had a fencing or, outfit? Or were they just outfits that were there at that studio at the time? Who knows? I don't know. But that would be a fun about me. Like, actually, I do fence. But it was pretty random and... Anytime I see something like that, I'm like, like when Dan was Jeff mm-hmm. and he came out in that ridiculous ski outfit. Yeah. I was like, 
there's no way we just bought this just, just. for this gag. <laughs> Somebody had to have owned this because yeah. there's no way we're just frivolously throwing away money when we're trying to be financially <laughs> responsible with Schmodown budget. So that's where my brain goes. Who is that? So I'm curious. Like Captain America Jack, and I'm pretty sure that's Mike's. I don't know, but I'm just I'm curious I don't about know. <laughs> that's just where my brain goes is who fences, who lent that to the bit? Maybe it's Eric's own. Who knows? Does he own that Spider-Man suit too? <laughs> yeah, this was the second one Spider-Man. The second one was Spider-Man and then the Captain America and the jacket. Captain America one. Oh, and then the hoodie one. <laughs> the, it's oh, taken. Yeah. My it's taken. my favorite line in the entire thing I put it in my stories of uh <laughs> it was like you know somebody at Marvel, right, Kaiser? It's like, who do you know? Who, who do you know at Marvel? I know the, the receptionist. Rece- You're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that moment. That exchange is my favorite part of that entire scene. Those two are <laughs> so, so good. good. I love them. But yeah, so uh, Janine was like, I got one more. I think it might be the one. I think you guys are going to like it. I think mm-hmm. it's the one. And uh, so, yeah, they saw it and they were like, yeah, yeah that's, that's the one. I do like that one look. It has to be a gift by now. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, if, you wanna, if you don't like any of these looks, you can dress them, Kaiser. He's like, that like really close in shot of Kaiser making that face. Yeah. I'll make it into a gift. <laughs> like that is a good one. That was a real good one. Yeah. Kaiser is just a walking meme and I love him. Him for and it. Gucci are just walking memes. They really are. Yeah. I love them for it. So yeah, that was a fun scene. Yeah. So moving into the overcard with the system that we were just talking about. So the system is representing the dungeon, of course, and it is made up of Janine, the machine, and Eric, the database, Chan. And they're going up against the movement representing the fan favorites. And that is, of course, Little Evil, JTE, and T-H-E, Paul, Paul Preston. Preston. Round one. Which we did meet Paul Preston in Celebration. That was yeah, awesome. Yeah, we did. Real cool dude. We met them in passing on the showroom floor, mm-hmm. and then later on we got to hang out with them a little bit and shoot a little thing outside. Yeah, you know that was a lot of fun. Yeah, cool dudes. Mm-hmm. Round one. Janine missed a question about Tom Hanks. Chat. Okay. Oh yeah, this. We got a, a very hotly debated mm-hmm. challenge here. Um, I don't remember what the question was, but in any case, the answer was Billy Bob Thornton. And um, JTE answered first. He said Billy Bob Thornton held up his board. JTE Mm. is world renowned for not necessarily being a great speller. He spelled it without the N. We're all aware of this at this point. Mm -hmm. So literally on the board, it said Billy Bob Thornton. Um, Eric issued a challenge. Well, Eric offered up a challenge, ratified whatever issued by Kaiser Mm -hmm. that JTE wrote Billy Bob Thornton. Thornton. And that's not right because it's yeah. Thornton and all that. And uh, judges deliberated. And <sighs> in all honesty, I was a little surprised that yeah. they upheld the challenge. And they were like, yeah, we just we decided that in this context, you know, spelling isn't Necessary. perfect. Spelling isn't a requirement. Mm. However, there are certain cases in which certain parts of certain things are important to the meaning of the word or the name. Mm-hmm. And they felt that that N was enough of an integral part of that name that it was enough to say JTE did mm-hmm. not get the point. And he got it wrong. Even though Adam's challenge or his rebuttal was... Benefit of the doubt. Benefit of mm. the doubt. Clearly yeah. he knew who it is. There is no Billy Bob Thornton there mm. for him to be confusing it with. He clearly knew the answer. And I would like to also wager that when... I think JTE was the first one to reveal his board, and I think he, he verbalized right. it correctly. Yeah. <clears throat> he just didn't include the N. Mm-hmm. So they ruled that JTE didn't get the question right. Um, in all honesty, I am surprised. Mm-hmm. I would not have been surprised if they had said 
ruled more in favor of benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. considering he was the first one to say it. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like he butchered the name kind of yeah. thing. Um, we've seen worse. And oh, yeah. so I, in all honesty, am a little bit surprised. I thought they were going to err more on the uh, benefit of the doubt side of mm-hmm. the argument. And I know that there's a lot of discussion mm-hmm. about it because, like, if you go back, and, and I'm not, it's not any big revelation I'm saying here. Everybody's aware of it. I think at this point, if you're not, I'd be shocked. Yeah. But if you review the tape, yeah, Janine spelled it the same exact way. Yeah. No end. Nobody caught it, though. Incredibly, so. like, coincidental yeah. to spell it exactly the same way. Um, but the rebuttal to the rebuttal kind of thing is that the challenge, we're kind of getting a little bit in the weeds here. We're splitting hairs at this point. Splitting hairs. Well, technically the challenge was that JTE didn't spell it wrong. Not anybody else. The challenge was that JTE Mm. didn't spell it wrong. We weren't contesting anybody else's answers, which I get it. It's true. Um, and really it would be on... The line judge. The and, line judge mm-hmm. or Paul or JTE or Adam Witt to have been reviewing her board to say, well, actually, mm-hmm. she spelled the same way. They should both not get the points or they both should. Ooh, so popular. Thank you. Um, so, which I understand. So, it's, you know. It, it's it's a tough call. I, I think I, I like you, like you said, I think. uh Benefit of the Doubt should have covered him in this one, in, in this case, but, you know, Benefit of the Doubt is vastly different than it was last season. Yeah. So it's not really clear what Benefit of the Doubt is, truly is this season. Um, but this this is, if if I, if I was on this match and I was in Eric's position, I would, I would just let it go. It's one point. I probably would have it's, too. When you're getting down to that point where you're looking for every single little thing, you're taking, you're spending too much time focusing on your opponent's game than focusing on your game. That's just the way I operate because there's been plenty of times where I've thought to challenge in the first round because like, oh, I thought that one point might matter. Right. Ends up not not mattering. Right. So I think save your challenges, save all, all your energy for worrying about your game and not because when you start to get to that point where you're looking for every single little thing to get you that one possible edge. Right. Then you're you're not focusing on the game itself. You're, you're focusing not the game, but you're focusing too much on the details of the game rather than worrying about your own game. So, and also, what if they had ruled in favor of mm-hmm. benefit of leaning more towards benefit of the doubt, and then later in the match you, you need did it. need that for something that was exactly a substantial challenge. Yeah. So, like, you know, I don't mm. know, and the chances of it happening minute, minute, yeah, but. You never know. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I, I usually don't like to challenge challenge it in the first round because it's like unless it's something like unless it's something out, outrageous, like, outrageously like incorrect. It's like no, that's not the answer. Right. Then that's when you you challenge. But if it's a small little thing like oh he's missing the end, I I'd let it go because it's it's such a fleeting thing. The judges didn't catch it. That mm-hmm. means it probably you know really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. And thankfully again this 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 challenge really didn't have a huge bearing on the match itself. Right. So and it's um, also kind of subjective. This type of challenge is very subjective. It depends on who's on the desk, mm-hmm. how they're feeling that day because if it was me and you on the desk we'd be like I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But if you put two other people on the desk like that day, mm-hmm. they might think it is important to that word. Yeah. So it just it depends on the day, depends on how the judges are feeling yeah. that day. There's no cut and dry, mm-hmm. like, 
this letter is more important than this letter. Yeah. Like, and, a, and a great example of that was what two, a couple of weeks ago with uh, Julia Robert for Julia Roberts. That's an that's, important that's letter. That's an important letter. But I think, but in this, in this case, JT clearly knew the answer. Well, I mean, it's, he, Nick clearly knew it was Julia Roberts. He just yeah, forgot the S. Yeah. But it, it's a case by case scenario. In this case, I think it's like, eh, yeah, get, go ahead and just give him the point. It's, yeah. it's a point. I wouldn't get too wrapped up in points because especially in the first round because you can make points up elsewhere yeah so um i get why they challenged it because eric is a very detail-oriented uh kid and like just talking to him um that's why they call him the database yeah that's exactly what he just has he seems to have that kind of mind that's just very very much like a very systematic mind and he he he, um looks at every single detail and oriented i think he's very detail-oriented and i get why he's so like like, I understand. And he's he's probably really competitive too. So And I also understand because I'm always an advocate for if you see an opportunity, go yeah. for it. But I also in regard to spelling, I'm also understanding of spelling errors. Yeah. Like I spelled a word wrong in one of my answer in my very first match, I spelled a word wrong that is not even a space word, a real word. <laughs> yeah. I spelled wrong. And I consider myself to be a pretty good speller. And in the heat of the moment, my nerves, mm-hmm. I spelled it wrong because I left out a letter. And uh, it just, it kind of just happens. And yeah. uh, so I don't really, unless it changes the meaning of the word, mm-hmm. which to some people, they must have thought that this did change the meaning of that yeah. name. Um, to me, I would just probably let it go. Yeah. But to them, they probably thought, no, that's actually a pretty pivotal you know, important mm. letter of that word. It depends on who you're talking to, kind yeah. of thing. Um, and I also there's also the the fact because I'm huge, I'm a I'm really really superstitious, and I don't want to be that person that's always challenging spelling. And like when you start to do that, then it's gonna come around to bite you. Oh, they're gonna be watching you like a. Hawk. They're gonna be, exactly. So people are gonna watch you like off for any mm-hmm. small little detail, and then that's gonna come around to bite you. Schmodown karma. Exactly. Who like, knows? If not the competitors, the Schmodown gods will will will. Uh, will come back around to bite you and then the, the smallest mistakes comes comes in and cost you big. So I, I really don't want to like be so like focused on that to yeah. where it just comes around and ends up being uh, a detriment to me. And I know so. that some people were really like going after Janine, mm-hmm. like huh, bad sportsmanship. She didn't even admit that she did it. It's like, first of all, listen, like <laughs> I said, heat of the moment. When she erased her board, she might not even have realized. Yeah, exactly. You're acting like she was there like, oh, no, I did the same exact thing. I better not <laughs> say anything. Maybe she didn't know. But also consider that maybe she didn't even realize. Yeah. Like before you attack somebody's integrity and their character, let up. Like, come on, guys. Like, yeah. let's not do that. Yeah. And if she did know, we'll never know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> I the way I look at it is, in the heat of the moment, nerves, concent- try to concentrate on like 10 different things at once. She might not even have realized that she spelled it the same way. She might've been like, yeah, I spelled Bill Bob Thornton. Of course mm. I did. Yeah. So, I mean, just, I feel like before we just jump on people and attack them, it's like, mm. chill. Yeah. She, she might not even have realized it. They didn't notice it. It is what it is. Yeah. It's done. It's not like they're going to go back and be like retroactively. Yeah, they can't. Mean, they don't have the luxury of pausing the, the video, rewinding it. Like, oh, see, it's nobody caught it. So um, but bottom line, like, you know, I get why Eric challenged it. Yeah. Any anything, any any chance you can, I especially understand. against uh, veteran competitors. Absolutely. I, I completely understand. And like, you know, he's sharp enough to notice it. 
So yeah. and um, you're and it was you know what mm-hmm. it 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 might not be a move I would have made, but he he made it. So but he made it, and it it felt like the right strategic move in that point. It he, it worked in his favor for yeah. the challenge. Mm-hmm. So, so you know it is what it is. It's everybody's got a different game style, mm-hmm. and I would just say. Personally, I wouldn't have made the challenge. Yeah, me neither. So, and personally, if I was on the desk, I probably would have ruled it leaning a little bit more towards the favor of um of benefit, of the, benefit doubt. of the doubt. Yeah. However, if you're in disagreement with what he did, there is no need to attack. Yeah. There's no need to attack Eric. There's no need to attack Janine. There's no need to go after their character as yeah. a person and as a player. It's part or of after the- their integrity. Just chill yeah what eric did is part of the game and it's you got you got to be able to deal with that the rule was there and mm-hmm. he capitalized yeah. on it and it uh he got it upheld mm-hmm. so you know he wasn't wrong <laughs> it's just a matter of personal preference would i have made that challenge or would i not have mm-hmm. and we're all allowed to disagree and it doesn't mean that you yeah. don't like him or anything but just you know there's no need to attack people's mm-hmm. character or integrity over it like just calm down there's bigger things going on yeah. in life <laughs> so you know it happened And we're going to move on from it. So after that, JTE, Janine and Eric missed a question about the who, the band or whatever. Mm -hmm. Paul got a perfect round, but he missed the bonus. So after round one, it's 17 and 18 in favor of the system. Round two, the system spins away from Brat Pack and they get wild card. And it's movies involving weddings. Multiple choice one time they got it. The movement goes, they spin away from Queen Latifah and they get Brat Pack. Mm-hmm. Multiple choice one time, they miss it, but no steal. Oof, now on the table. tied, 26 to 26. Round three, two-pointer for the system. Janine takes it, Sly and Ani. Who co-stars with Sly in Demolition Man as crime lord Simon Phoenix, who Classic. is thawed for, parole, for a parole hearing? Mm-hmm. You've never seen Demolition Man? <laughs> what do you think the second it left my mouth i was like no oh classic movie like frozen thawed yeah so um <clears throat> so in in this movie like uh prisoners are, are frozen uh, instead of like put in they're frozen and stored in prison and he's thought out for a parole hearing because is you know as um, wow yeah and he gets out so, but Sly Yikes. Stallone's character is like, oh no, if he, I can't remember exactly why he decided to freeze himself just, just in case this guy gets out or something like that. So he'd be around to, I can't remember the full thing behind it, but he gets frozen too. And when, um, Snipes' character gets out, they unthaw him and he has to deal with catching him, but also adjusting to the future of like, it's so different. Is it a good movie or it's, is it one of those so bad? It's, it's good. No, 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 It's, it's a classic movie. It's, oh. it's, uh, what, no, I can't remember what year it came out, but it's a, like a 90s, like a, a classic 90s action film. It's so good. I haven't seen it. The seashells. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, the one reason I think you should watch it is because Taco Bell is considered like gourmet now Ooh. because like, um, in between, um, the past and, and the future, there's this giant earthquake apparently. And like, or no, no, no. I think like they, they, I think they said like Taco Bell is the, the last surviving uh, like chain restaurant <laughs> of like the chain How wars. Random. And like everybody goes to Taco Bell. <laughs> so nice. So I think you should watch it just for that. Give me my cheesy gordita crunch. <laughs> that is the height of luxury. Yeah. Uh, and there's no physical contact whatsoever. That's my kind of game. Okay. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> crime Lord Simon Phoenix, who was thawed for a parole hearing in 2013. No, don't get me wrong. I love hugs. But yeah. if I if it's, you're not on the level with me, I really don't want. It, it's it's a it's a fun like thing because like <laughs> he's trying to adjust all the stuff that he he's not used to. Obviously, it's like a fish out the classic fish out of water type of plot line. Okay. It's it's a lot of fun uh, and it's action. Slice alone in in Wesley Snipes, but it's not to like. Uh, for a parole hearing in 2032, but escapes Wesley Snipes got it. Mm. Two pointer for the movement. Harrison Ford. Paul takes it. Harrison Ford was nominated for Best Actor for what 1985 crime drama about Sergeant John Book who was protecting an Amish child. Witness. Got it. Three pointer for the system. Eric takes it. Comic book movies. Bruce Willis, John Malkovich, Ooh. and Anthony Hopkins star on what 2010's comic-based film from director Dean Parasol? Is that how you say it? Yeah. Parasot. <laughs> Red 2. It is a good pull. Got it's it. a really good pull because you can easily, they only gave you 2010s. Yeah. And I think both move so popular. <laughs> and I believe both movies came out in the 2010s, so it's like, ooh, you got to pay attention to the cast because I think only one of those actors was in the, the second, second film, and that's what gave it away. Three-pointer for the movement. JTE takes it. Martin Scorsese. Which actress plays pickpocket and grifter Jenny Aberdeen opposite Leonardo DiCaprio and Daniel Day-Lewis in Gangs of New York? Cameron Diaz. Got it. Five-pointer for the system. (laughs) I thought you were about to make a reference. What? Is that blue streak where he's like, Diaz. Diaz. (laughs) That's what I thought you were no, about that, to do. No, you, you know that movie better than I do. No, that's all I remember about that movie. That's all you remember about that movie? I only know it because you would make fun of that constantly. Oh, that one part. That one yeah. part. That doesn't mean I know the movie. That just means <laughs> I thought that one part was funny. I don't remember. All I know is that he's a cop. He he pretends to be a cop. because Pretends he, to be a cop, but he's actually like a jewel thief or something. He hit, he, he, he hit a, uh, a diamond and then in a and it was the building was under construction before he went to prison came out it's like oh i'm gonna go in that building and get that diamond that i hid and it's the police oh, precinct right so yeah. that's a fun movie but i don't know it don't get me <laughs> wrong i just thought that that one part's funny and my my mom and dad and i quoted a lot yeah anytime diaz comes up we're like what do you think diaz <laughs> <laughs> just think that's very funny camera diaz got it five pointer for the system comedies uh in what comedy does steve martin say the line you dirt-eating piece of slime. You scum-sucking pig. You son of a motherless goat. <clears throat> the three amigos, they missed it. Five-pointer for the movement. Wrestlers and film. Because we're all tied up here. So it's a matter of do they yep. get it and win or do they miss it and go to sudden death? death? The movement gets wrestlers and film. Jake mm-hmm. the Snake Roberts appears as a local wrestler in what 2010's coming-of-age film featuring John Bernthal and Thomas Hayden Church. Peanut Butter Falcon. They got it. With that, 31 to 36 in favor of the movement. Movement. Quite a match. Yeah. Well, evenly matched, oh, I'd yeah. say. Mm-hmm. You know, which says a lot about the system. Yes. When you are able to keep up with up until the five pointer, mm-hmm. keeping up with the likes of JTE, one of, if not the greatest team player of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, Part of one of, if not, depending on who you're talking to, the mm-hmm. greatest teams of all time. Yeah. And Paul Preston, who, while, yeah, he may not have got himself to a title yet. Mm-hmm. Paul Preston is a juggernaut. Yeah. Like, I, I sure. Rough, rough season last season, but I think yeah. he's he's he thrives more in the studio setting. Because yeah. I don't think digital ever vibed with him at all. Last I don't season. think so. He, 
he was not made for digital. He's made for studio matches. He's made for being in front of the camera. He's a performer. Yeah. And I do think he thrives in that setting. Mm -hmm. So for all we know, maybe he just thrives better in teams. Who knows? Maybe he, he he made it to the last two of of free for all. He almost, he was really close to winning it. Yeah. So, so he, I wouldn't want to be staring him down mm -mm. in a match. No way. And then you got Janine who we've, we've all seen Janine do great things. Mm -hmm. We all know who Janine is and, and the things that she has been able to accomplish. Yeah. Pairing her with, a newbie to the game, a rookie. And the fact that, you know, this new fledgling team, yes, I understand mm -hmm. that, that the movement is also a new team, but mm -hmm. definitely not two new people. Yeah. When you're talking JTE, you know, yeah, kind of negates the fact that you're a new team. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, you're just kind of there because you got these, you know what I'm trying to say. But like when you got a rookie pairing up with a vet going up against two vets, one of which is like, a very vetty vet, you know? <laughs> the vettiest of the vets. It's like, that says a lot when you mm -hmm. can keep up with that team. So, you know, uh, as not only a faction mate of, but also just a a watcher of mm -hmm. the system, I'm excited to see what they're able to do, how their chemistry is able to continue to form yeah. and, and I think, solidify. Yeah, I think they were hinting at their next matches against um, Mr. Irwin and Nick Harley. Uh, they're... <laughs> Oh, the appointment. Which would be fun because Kaiser was saying that Roxy's in our sights. Mm -hmm. So considering that Janine and Mr. Irwin were at one point teammates. Mm -hmm. So There's that would be history bad and bad blood. blood. Yeah. So and then, you know, Nick's always there. Yeah. You need to find an appointment to talk to Mr. Irwin. <laughs> Although I have to say I do enjoy the way he always seems pissed at Mark. I don't know what that is, but that's one of my favorite bits that he does. Um, that'll be a very fun match to see because of the bad blood. You know the Kaiser and Roxy are just gonna yeah. be lobbing insults at each other the whole time, which is always a fun thing yeah. to watch. And it got so. heated before this match too between uh, uh, Kaiser and Adam. The, yeah. the chest bumping, yeah, that's of, right. A lot of physical altercation in this Friday Night Titans. Yeah. Get people getting spicy. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I know that we're we're gonna have to see Janine and Eric again. So I'm excited to see where they're able to, you know, find their next match, whether it be against the appointment or whoever. Mm. And I'm I I'm sure that whenever there's a team's uh, tournament starting to happen, we'll be gearing them up for that. Um, as far as the movement goes, uh, it seemed that they were priming us to to see them go up against Coast to Coast in their next match. I think so. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I think the I don't I don't I saw somebody say online. Uh, give give me a break. I got COVID. I don't remember. <laughs> but like somebody somewhere said that it's like, oh, we're going to be seeing the movement going up against coast to coast. The winner of that goes up against Danger Zone. And the winner of that mm -hmm. will be the number one contender to go against Shazam. I, guess. I don't know how it works. I don't know if they're guessing or if that was actually like a thing that was announced i don't know i don't know however in this post-match interview they were talking a lot about coast to coast so i can i can very much wager that's going to be who their next opponent is yeah so that's gonna be a really good yeah, match teams though. teams division is starting to really shape up yeah. and like don't actually say take sh form yeah uh because like i remember like what a month ago i was like who's gonna play yeah <laughs> we can't find a number one contender <laughs> and now all of a sudden we got these great teams running all mm -hmm. running all over the place yeah so I mean, tournament season is going to be wild for the division. Like all I these mean, teams, who's going to like who do you put in and who's who's going to compete, and that's going to be interesting to see how that shapes out. You got Paul Preston and JTE mm -hmm. 
getting ready to take on Paul Oyama and Adam Collins. <sighs> oh, that's going to be, mm-hmm. I can only imagine that's going to be a slugfest. Oh, yeah. Like, and I hope yeah. it is. And the way that uh, um, Paul and Adam, Adam have been playing. Yeah. 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 That's, that's going to be a that's good That's going to be a good one. Can't wait to see that. Mm-hmm. So after that match, we got a very spicy cut scene. Ooh, yeah. We've got Shannon and Mike. And they're sitting down at the table with Bateman and Kate. Kateman. Kateman, if you will. Kateman. <laughs> like Benifer. <laughs> Kateman. <laughs> Harloff in the middle. Harloff in the middle. Yep. And they're uh, talking about their next match. They're reviewing and signing the contract. Yeah, Very official. Winner of this match will face Marisol McKee. Something like that. And a number one contender match to face uh, Sam? Sam Levine for the belt. Right. I know. I feel like we haven't seen Sam in forever. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they're reviewing and signing the contract. You know, they're doing their thing, mm-hmm. mind games here and there. And Bateman's all trying to get in Mike's head. And he's like, it's going to be a good one. You always give it your best. You always try your best. And, you know, you're a you do well enough. You you're in three divisions. But are you are you really a three division player? Like, are you really? And um, next thing you know, he shifts his Focus to Shannon, telling her she's been looking real good. He ain't wrong. She looks great. Yeah. Tell Shannon she's been looking good. And uh, they've been spending a lot of time in IG, but if she ever wants to play in singles and find herself a real boss, a big boss. <laughs> big boss. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel. <laughs> you ever want to find a real boss, a big boss, she knows where to find him. That was very aptly timed. I know. <laughs> Oh man, this game's so good. Uh, But yeah, as soon as he says that, Mike loses it. No, lunges across the table, tries to grab him by the uh, the old collar, and I gotta say, I rewound, rewinded, (laughs) rewound, rewound. I rewound. It just sounds so awkward. Yeah, I played back the scene like ten times because I wanted to watch everybody's. Yeah, like every person's reaction. To the moment and mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun but yeah mike lunges across the table grabs ben by his collar and ben's laughing and kate's laughing christian's trying to break him up shannon's trying to pull mike back and um yeah yeah christian's kind of like hey man hey ben mike put his hands on you we can cancel the match i could put a i could put a suspension on mike and he's like why would i do that yeah you know it's already getting good exactly <laughs> so match is still on Christian tells Shannon and Mike, go cool off. Oh, yeah. You know? Cool your heads. Shady head, go to sleep. <laughs> kind of thing, you know? So they walk off, and Christian's just like, that was too much. That was too far. Too far, yeah. So. I mean, that's what Bateman does. He finds, I, he finds the right buttons to push. Yeah. And he's not shy from, from pressing those buttons. I, so. I love it. Bateman's just so good at what he does. And Kate's really good at this character, too. Mm-hmm. Like this, it's very different from when it's when the season started, yeah, and from last season, yeah. Too, they're just for like, that matter. They're not just like bad guys; they're just like filthy bad guys, mm-hmm. like scummy mm-hmm. kind of thing, like sleazy, sleazy. scummy. Yeah, they oh, wow, oh. Uh, but like they're playing it so well. Like mm-hmm. Ben, Kate, and Dan. Huh. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see the end. You know, several months from now, when people start talking about heels of the year. I can only imagine Ben Bateman is going to be a front runner. Oh yeah, 
um because we haven't seen the likes of Chandru a lot. Yeah, that's, that's so interesting far. because I remember like when the season first started, like Ch- Chandru was the heel mm-hmm. coming in. Did he win it last year? Heel yeah, year? he won. He won heel the year last year. But now that we're like mid season, Chandru hasn't played in a little bit. Not not a lot of focus has been on him. And Bateman's starting to fill, fill that role of the heel of uh, of the Shmodan right now. But I also so. wonder with Dan's heel turn, will people be so enamored with? Dan Merle, the goat. Will it be like Dan know, will get it? It's like, very premature to be having this discussion. Yeah, but however, I do think it's going to be interesting with the three of them playing it so well, yeah. and I, I just, I'm really enjoying watching them have so much fun with it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's going to be an interesting conversation later on in the year. But yeah, heated exchange very much, and um, uh, they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing because I cannot wait to see this match. Yeah. It's going to be interesting for Mike because he's coming off of a an of IG a, loss, an IG loss, title loss, a, exactly. Yeah, a title loss, and now he's going to be staring down Ben Bateman, who's probably going to try to throw that in his face. And um, he, clearly, he just got under Mike's skin in this uh, cut scene. So this is going to be an interesting match. You know that a, a Bateman Kalinowski match they faced each other before. Yeah, I yeah? think Mike came out on top of that one. So you know that that match just by itself is going to be good. But with all this kind of buildup, Ben just doing his thing and trying to get into his head, which, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So this is going to be a good one. I, I'm, is it, I don't know. that This week? I don't know. I think, yeah, it has to be this week. this week, yeah. maybe? I can't, I don't, I don't barely know what day it is, but like. Yeah, my days are all screwed up. All I know is it's day five of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> and all, I'm just waiting, chasing that negative test. But yeah, and don't worry. We plan on Lysoling the absolute ever-loving oh, no, I'm crap dis- out of these yeah, microphones no, I'm these, these, and this the equipment. table for that matter. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's gonna be a real good match. Mm-hmm. I uh, I can't wait to see that because I even with this like you know heel super heel Bateman, mm-hmm. he's still one of my favorites. <laughs> like I love to watch Bateman just do his thing. So this is gonna be a fun match, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be interesting to see. Bateman at his like peak heelness against Mike, who is trying his best to be a good guy. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see Mike and Shannon try to take the high road and not try, not yeah. be the Shannon and Mike we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost quite literally good versus evil now. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be a fun match to watch. And then almost I'm, oh god, imagine if Bateman wins and. Him going up against Marisol, another definition of good. Yeah. You know, an, and another corruption, corruption member. Player, yeah. But if, um, oh, and then, yeah, if Mike wins and it'll be corruption v. Corruption. Yeah. Going for that. And then we'll have a guarantee shot at the belt. So, you know, it's it's going to, first of all, the match is going to be a good show regardless. Mm-hmm. And then either outcome yeah, is something interesting. Mm-hmm. So can't wait to see this match. Oh, my God. Yeah. With that, we have one more match have, to talk we about. We have a Patreon match, a Star War. We sure do. And this one is different because we are not, well, in the past a couple of Star Wars matches, we just given overall thoughts, brief thoughts and stuff. We didn't do a blow for blow because, you know, we want to encourage everybody to go to the Patreon and watch those matches because they are great matches to watch. This yeah. one, we will be doing a play-by-play because one of us on the desk right here uh, was playing. I wonder who. Absolutely. And it is a number one contender match. Yes. So if you Very important. have not seen the Star Wars matchup between Andrew the Hunter Di Malata versus Gold Leader, if you haven't seen that match, 
and you don't like things to be spoiled or you don't want to know the outcome or what have you, you know the drill. Mute us. <laughs> or come back later. Yeah. Um, either way, if you don't want to know the outcome, that's tread right. lightly because we're about to get to it. Yeah, that's the warning um, right there. And and even if you don't care about, you know, if you want to watch it, please go watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, Star Wars matches are behind a paywall, but we work very hard. Yes. And we like to share that work with people. Mm-hmm. So if you have the means, you know, mm-hmm. it would be great uh, support of the Schmodown. Um, we and work support. Yeah. And supporting work, the players. Oh, we work very hard <laughs> <laughs> and we want to share it with everybody. So. You know, if you if you don't want to know, be careful because we mm-hmm. are about to talk about it and we are about to go through it just like we would a normal match. So we have a number one contender match because as we are all aware, Thomas Harper has stepped away. Mm-hmm. He has vacated, vacated the belt and we now have two number one contender matches. It's going to be odd to have two number one contenders. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make much sense yeah. <laughs> in math, but um yeah, mm-hmm. this is a number one contender match, one of two, and it is Andrew the Hunter DiMolata of the Quirky Murkies going up against Gold Leader, representing the Finstock Exchange. So, round one. Gold Leader missed a question about a droid called 3B6RA7. or 3B. Um, that is a droid that was speaking an alien-type droid-type language while on the Sandcrawler in A mm-hmm. New Hope, mm-hmm. and um, but that was the only one he missed. Mm-hmm. Andrew got a perfect round one and got the bonus. Mm-hmm. So by the end of round one, it's nine to 11 in favor of Andrew. Round two, gold leader goes first. He spins mixed bag and he's all like, yo. Playing it fast and hard. Let's like, do it. Like he always does. Let's just <laughs> Let's go. do it. I pounded three rum and Cokes and I'm ready to do it. <laughs> he didn't say that. Well, not that day. Um, so he, he, he did. He said that several times during celebration. <laughs> let me tell you that much. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. No, he can kick rocks. So he spins mixed bag, decides to keep it. He says, we're doing it live. He goes to multiple choice one time on the species of I, I can only I can only imagine I've, I've I pronounce it her check. Her check. Yeah. Um, the species of that character. Mm-hmm. He's a droid trader that's sitting at the bar of Chalman's Cantina in a new hope. Mm-hmm. Um. And his, he went to multiple choice on that one. His species is Sauron. I don't, I say Sauron, Sauron, whatever. He got it. Oop. Oh, who's popular now? Who? He did Instagram. have a, oh my God. He did have a two point miss. Yes. This one was painful to, to watch. <laughs> this was painful for a couple reasons. Yeah. Um, he missed the, what was the first word of the second paragraph of the opening crawl of episode six. Whew. We're He's, doing this now. Yeah. We're doing this now. <laughs> so um, he did say does. He got it wrong. You said little, little. and that was correct. correct. So Andrew did get the steal. It was a it was a funny, funny but heartbreaking exchange when he was like, Andrew, what's the first word? It's like little. <laughs> little. And you're like, little does Luke know is like the beginning of the first line of that mm, paragraph. paragraph yeah. And he's like, yeah, but the first word. And you're like, that is the first word. And he's like, oh. The first first so, word i don't know if he kind of heard like the second word of the second paragraph because he literally did get the second word yeah little of the does second paragraph yeah. i don't know if he just misheard it i don't know but yeah. it's just wild that he did get the second word if that's what he heard mm-hmm. that's wild to me mm-hmm. if 
if that's if he heard second word or second paragraph and he goes, oh, yeah, it does. Like, wow, still impressive. Still, yeah. But it was the first word of the second paragraph. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's what happened in his brain. You have to ask him. Mm-hmm. And I haven't yet. <laughs> so, um, big, yeah. big two point miss. Yeah. But um, yeah, you can literally see as like as he 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 says does, I start to go whoa because I already because I had already settled on, I already knew that does wasn't the right answer, but right. I wanted to be sure. And you literally, if you go back and watch it, you literally see me read through the because the first paragraph is one giant sentence, right? And you literally see me reading through the in my head that first sentence, like. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like literally in my head reading the first paragraph. I'm like, what is the next line? And little does look now. I'm like, and I read it again in my head. And I said it on little because like it was, that's like such a wild question. It's like, okay. We're I mean, I knew the answer to it, but we're, we're going there. Okay. Apparently so. Yeah. So then he went to multiple choice on who plays um, a resistance whatever ground, ground officer, officer named Koo Milham. It was, he went to multiple choice. It was Chelsea, Chelsea Hamill. Hamill. He didn't miss it. Andrew stole it. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew goes, he spins away from Jedi order mm-hmm. and gets a wild card. Ooh. Ooh. I think it's the only second wild <laughs> But it was like the wild, wild card, yeah, right? No it wasn't opponent's choice, no spinner's choice. It was the wacky, what is it kind of slice. And mm-hmm. it was final lines. Um, Andrew did pretty well. He got a perfect round two. And so by the end of round two, it's 14 to 24 in favor of Andrew. Oof. Round three, two pointer for, huh, wrote his given name, <laughs> gold leader, weapons and tech. In Revenge of the Sith, what is the weapon used by the IG-100 Magna Guards that is resistant to lightsabers? The Electrostaff, he got it. Mm-hmm. Three pointer for gold leader, the Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker was nominated for how many Academy Awards? Took a couple repeats. Three. Three. He got it. Five pointer for gold leader, the prequel trilogy. What is the first name of Verk Senator Concord Kill? He pronounced it sweet. sweet. I pronounced it sweet. Yeah. A potato potato. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But he found that question very funny. Yeah. And I found his reaction to be very funny. I will say his like sort of like stab in the dark face. <laughs> <laughs> that like that George Bush like <laughs> <laughs> it's the best like i kind of want to like screenshot that and make it a show sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good anyways he got it so he breezed through his round three so now we're at andrew for his two-pointer rogue wen what actor plays Bayes malbus it was jiang wen. wen he got it right so with that 24 to 26 oh. in favor of andrew the hunter de milanta who is now i guess you could say one of the number one contender. Well, you are right now the, the number, number one, one contender. contender. T H E, number one contender for the Star Wars belt. So back in back into the mix. Right back in the mix, you know, as they say. So so <sighs> this was, I I said as much in my post match interview. I was nervous about this match because <laughs> I would I, have been too. <laughs> because again, Evan is just a, you know top. He there's a reason beast. he yeah he's a beast. The reason he went to two finals in two tournaments last season yeah um and coming in going into this match i was like because i hadn't played in a while yeah. it is literally almost a year since i've played and i was yeah. like oh my god i've what happens it what all the what if scenarios rallying around my head in this match i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna be able to 
to perform well? Am I not going to listen to the questions right? Am I going to do this? Am I going to do that? And luckily, I was able to perform the way I'm, I'm used to performing. But yeah, I was like, mm, I don't not quite sure about this one because I obviously we prepared as much as we normally do, but the questions have been been steering in a direction that are evolving, evolving and steering in unpredictable ways. And I was like, God, did have we prepared enough for those wild card ones? Yeah. And uh, I was fortunate enough to play a perfect game this, this time around. And also staring down gold leaders. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was terrified to face him the first time. And if I mm -hmm. had to do it again, I'd be terrified again. Yeah. So, so you know, it, he's, yeah. he's scary. There's a, a number of different like situations going on in my room. My head is like, God, you haven't played in a year. You should you have gone into the tournament to stay in game shape, stay limber, stay limber because stepping away from the game for that long was like it was hard to force. My, there was times where I had to force myself to get into study mode. I know <laughs> because, you know, being away from the game that long, not having to worry about competition, having fun, making TikToks, being uh, getting excited and getting ready for celebration and all that stuff was like. I don't want to just don't I don't want to be worried about this right now. I just want to I just want to have fun. But then the match date starts to creep up on you like, oh, boy. Yeah. Got to hit the grind. But um, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I am competitive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I really want to win this. I, actually, I do. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's crazy to think that like after a year away from the game, I'm one belt, one match away from the, from getting that belt back in this house. Um, I'm excited for it. And I'm hopefully things go the way that I that I want them to. So because mm -hmm. the next thing happening, um, I, I forget the actual like schedule, mm -hmm. like when things air. I, I think <clears throat> I, I don't know. I don't. I forget which one airs. It's like the fifteenth mm -hmm. or whatever. I forget which one. It's like I, I think that's the I think that's the Hoey Reifenberg match. I think. Yeah. If I if, if memory serves, brain mush COVID. Um, but like I think after that is the other number one contender match yeah. with this guy and uh, Andres Cabrera. So it's going to be another good one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, my, I'm just. <laughs> Ulster city. Ulster city. I'm, I'm nervous. It's, it's all, it's all happening again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's been so long since I've, we've had to worry about this. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah. yeah, it's been <laughs> a while same, since like, you nervous, familiar, yeah. that familiar, nervous feeling. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since you've gotten into ring, too. But like, you know, my send has been longer. But like, um, where's I going with this? Uh, but yeah, this match was was insane because like when he missed that first um, big miss, um, I was like, oh, that's, the one in round two, the one in round one. I was like, oh, oh I could have sworn he would have known that. But um. Yeah, I don't know what it was. It's just everybody has those those matches. And it's just he was it was unfortunate that he got the questions. And people were like, oh, the disparity between the round two question difficulties. It's like, I don't know what you want me to do. I don't about know what that. you mean to do about that. I mean, one, that's the game. And two, how do you do with those questions? That's another thing that I I find interesting when people talk about that. There mm -hmm. are definitely plenty of times that it's like, mm -hmm. wow, that question was much harder than that mm -hmm. question. Um. And there are times when objectively you can say, okay, yes, that question was definitely easier than that other question. Mm -hmm. But I do always wonder, first of all, if there's anybody out there that's like, oh, Andrew really got lucky. Andrew really got a much easier round. First of all, did you also get a perfect round? Mm -hmm. How did you do? That would be an interesting question to, I think I would ask people. Mm -hmm. um, but also... 
like there was one or two que- like that that crawl question that was a zinger yeah, that was a zinger that's for damn sure mm-hmm. like i'm not trying to downplay that mm-hmm. um I already forgot some of his other questions. Um, Sauron, 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 the that, Chelsea that was, Hamill. Chelsea, those are those are um, some good ones, though. I forgot the ones that he got right, but mm-hmm. like, 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 I'm not trying to downplay his round at all because, yeah, mm-hmm. he did have tough ones, that's for mm-hmm. sure. But I also wonder, did everybody else breeze through your final lines as well? Mm-hmm. I wonder, or are we are we just kind of jaded a little bit by the fact that you did so well and you got a perfect round and made it look easy? Are there times that people get hard questions? Mm-hmm. And just because they got it right, people are easy. It's easy yeah, yeah, brush aside that it was kind of maybe a difficult question, mm-hmm. but you didn't make it look difficult. People remember difficult questions when they're missed. Yeah. They don't always remember difficult questions when they're answered correctly. Mm-hmm. Because like, I mean, I hate to use one of my own questions as an example, but like when that Lifestone question came up, mm-hmm. uh, I have yet to hear a single other competitor that said they knew that. Yeah. And not trying to like, you know, yeah, pump myself up or anything mm-hmm. because I don't know why that was still in my head from the one time I saw it in passing, mm-hmm. but like I got it right. Nobody talks about it, you yeah. know, but like you miss a question like. Armeacello. Armeacello. Yeah. Hard question. Yeah. For damn sure. Mm hmm. But people remember that more because it was missed. missed. Yeah. But if and it was, it was, and it, was a, oh, it was because of that miss, he lost the, the match. Exactly. So, so yeah, not only was it a difficult question, it was a pivotal question. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like people more so appreciate difficult questions when they're missed and mm-hmm. remember them better. But if you breeze through it the way you did and you got them all right, does that kind of make people forget that maybe some of those were not gimmies? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there are people out there that was like, oh, Andrew's match, Andrew's round two was much easier. Mm -hmm. And maybe they also got them all right with Mm -hmm. no need for multiple choice or anything like that. In that case, good for you. (laughs) But yeah, that's just just always something that I wonder about. Is it, is it like, is your opinion colored by the fact that you got them all right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and by the fact that he didn't in his while still acknowledging the fact that yes, he did get tough questions, mm-hmm. but I also wonder, did everybody fly through your round too? Yeah, you and know? just so everybody knows, there wasn't a single question in that match that I didn't know. I knew all the questions. Yeah, that's the other thing is like including including the ones that that, that uh, goal leader <coughs> answered that that I didn't I didn't get the opportunity to steal every every single one of the questions in this match I knew. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just one of the things that I always wonder about. You know, when people start talking about question disparity, there definitely are times that it is very obvious that things are objectively harder and not harder and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So, but that's just something I always wonder about mm-hmm. is like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just no need to like yeah. say it all again. But I mean, there's always going to be people saying stuff. It is what it is. And also, well, I'm not sure what, what do you want me to do? What we're supposed to do about yeah, it's it. The, it's the game. Do you, you get, you get the cartridge dealt. Yeah, I, I only answer the questions that are asked to me. Exactly. So, so um, now we know that you have a spot, and I, it, I, I, I think it's, it's official that I it, think it's official that now you have a spot of collision. Um, going to my I, second collision. Yeah, that's I know exciting. People were asking like, "Oh, is Star Wars Championship going to be digital or live?" And and it all seems title to matches be, will be live. It seems to be mm-hmm. out there that Collision um, Star Wars title match will happen a collision in a live setting um so you have a guaranteed spot there now it's just a matter of are you going to be staring down andres cabrera again or me for the first time 
So Ooh, I know what everybody wants. <laughs> so uh, that should be interesting because, mm-hmm. like you said, you said as much in your post-match interview. Because um, I know people are probably like, "Oh, Andrew probably wants to see his wife," you know. Mm-hmm. But in either case, mm-hmm. if it's Andres, you get a, a rematch. rematch. Y'all get to watch, you know, the Hunter versus Ace Part Two, mm-hmm. um, with the you know tournament finals of two years ago two years ago yeah at this point or you get you know a house divided you get a husband and wife going, going for, for the belt yeah. has that has a husband and wife ever gone I don't for think the title that's ever happened against each other i mean rachel and sam is the closest i think we've gotten to that but they were not married at the time yeah so there's history there and if you are able to get past ace and get make your way to collision it, it, that's going to be a historic match first husband and wife to go against each other for a, for the belt you have a possibility for the first two-time champion of the division or the possibility of the first female champion of the division. Yeah, either way. So that's if that is the, the scenario, that's going to be... I, they A born burner, as they call yeah, it. That's going to be a match everybody's going to want to see. <sighs> well, you know, mm-hmm. only time will tell. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah. Um, my match has not yet happened, so time will tell. We'll see. Ugh. <laughs> until then i'll just be drinking pepto-bismol like it's water you know and try, not to, try not to throw up all over myself each approaching day you know it is what it is yeah <laughs> it's a fun i'm time. just excited that star wars matches are happening yeah and we we have a pretty good ch- chance of getting that belt back here yeah and um because it's i've missed i've missed that thing on this desk yeah and if you are not a member of the Patreon and you have the means and you mm-hmm. climb it on the fence about it, Again, support, you know, give su- it a look. If not just to to like, you know, get perks, support the Star Wars player. We players, we put so much effort I, into it's into so preparing for these matches. Dumb how much time and effort we put into this. <laughs> like uh I, I feel like somebody at one somebody said something that Thomas I don't know if he actually said this. Mm-hmm. That he puts like a hundred hours into studying for a match. That's cute. I'm, um, wow. Um, I <laughs> I don't. I was. Love like, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, he's not watching. But like, I. It would be interesting to mm-hmm. quantify. Yeah. How much? Because I don't necessarily look at it as how many hours am I putting into this match. It's just like how? I look at it as like how many hours am I just putting into it? Yeah. You know. Because I'm not necessarily studying for that person. So, yeah, we're studying for you know, com- competition. Yeah, when you're in like singles or teams, you know that you have your Janines that really love dance. Yeah, and stuff like that. So you, you can know brush you up got on certain things, and yeah, yeah, you know you got Dan Merle who really likes the Oscars, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. People have their special Mike with his uh, Mike with James Bond, James Bond and, or something yeah. like that. So, but with Star Wars, it's kind of like, it's so focused that it's not like, I'm preparing for this one competitor because I know that they like Star Wars. (laughs) I know they really like- I like like. Star Wars. So it's not like I'm putting this much time into this match. It's just the whole thing. I would love to know, but also I don't think I want to know because I think it would make me sad. (laughs) The past four years, it's been- If we had like a punch clock for every time we did something study related. (laughs) If we had paid for our study time, we- Well, I wish- yeah. I only wish. It's like a full-time job. Oh, man. I would buy so much stuff I didn't need. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so what we're really trying to say is we we put a lot of time and effort. Yeah, so it's probably if, too much. Yeah. So, you know, check out the Patreon if you're not already a member, if you can, if you have the means, support if you can't, the players, that's cool please too. support the Star Wars division because again, so much work gets put into it yeah. behind the scenes that you don't ever get to see. And we do <clears throat> want to share that with as many people as possible. Yeah. And it's 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 you know, we want to share that with, with as many people as possible. So, you know, check it out or whatever, or just listen to us gloss over them in <laughs> reviews. <laughs> Unless we're in the match and then we'll yeah. go blow for blow. <laughs> um, the next, well, we'll we'll go blow for blow over my match mm-hmm. when it happens and then over the title match as well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the same, we'll, we'll go back to just kind of breezing through them for mm-hmm. regulation matches because, you know, we do want to encourage people to mm-hmm. to share in the, the love, you yes. know? So... So There's with that. that, I think we'll go ahead and end this episode here. We didn't go run as too too long as uh, I expected us to. Everybody, think good thoughts for us. Yes. Um, think. Think. Uh, I know because my mom was like, "I'll think positive." I'm like, "Nope, nope negative. don't want that." We want negative. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, "I'll think positively negative." Yeah. I'm like, "All right, I'll take that, I guess." But yeah, so, you know, help us manifest some negative tests so that yes, we can please. go back to living like normal people. And I don't have to worry every single day about washing my hands every two seconds. Yeah. My hands started to crack. Yeah. I, I, I think I did put the, the lotion in front of the sink. So I was like, oh, don't forget to yeah. lotion your hands every time you wash because. But we're feeling yeah. good. I, I, I'm feeling good. You're getting you're getting close to me. Yeah, you're my vertigo. Behind me. Yeah, my vertigo is 100 percent gone. Thank good. God. Thank God. That was uh, a trip. So we're getting literally. there. But help us manifest negative yeah. tests this week. That's what we're really that's what we're really trying to do. Yeah. here. Because I want to be a human again. So, yeah, help yeah. us with good thoughts and vibes yes, or please. whatever. So I think that's that. Yeah. So with that, we'll end the show here. Star Wars competitor Nikki D. Malanta. Where can they find you online? twitter you can find me on twitter for live covid updates <laughs> not really um at twitter at dimmy d-i-m-m-m-y-y-y as for me twitter and instagram at drew dimalanta d-i-m-a-l-a-n-t-a and on tiktok at rogue leader drew i will be posting again because I, I wanted to do a couple more videos this week but obviously covid covid, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so i will be posting very very soon i actually i'll probably do a video tomorrow and get it up this wednesday or something like that mm. but yeah so um, if you listen to an audio form please follow the feed and rate us and if you're watching on youtube like comment subscribe and click the bell icon in the lower right hand corner to see when we do things on the youtubes which is radcast <laughs> give us a break give us a break we had we, covid we were at celebration like a week two weeks ago or whatever and we had covid the past week so yeah. we're getting there yeah and then i God, i want to bring going rogue back because people have been expressing interest Maybe yeah. we'll do we'll do like um Kenobi like recaps or something Maybe. like that. Maybe one thing at a time. Let's get a negative test. Yes. <laughs> so yes, subscribe to the channel to be up to date on those. Yeah. But thank you for joining us on this episode of Beyond the Schmodown. We'll see you guys next time. Yeah.